Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name is Tyson Sharp and after coaching hundreds of online entrepreneurs, it became very clear that the vast majority were looking to grow a successful business unconsciously as a solution to feel enough, to feel worthy, to even feel safe and secure. And so it's in this podcast where we face those internal challenges head on and we do it through self-connection, we do it through elevated consciousness and heartfelt courage so that you can learn how to build a successful and aligned business simply as a byproduct of your personal awakening. So when you're ready, take a deep breath and I'll see you on the inside. Welcome back, my friends. You know what the time is. Grab your green tea, strap yourselves in for another episode of the Awaken Your Business podcast. I have yet another power conversation. And the reason why I love this so much is because there's so much we can learn here because Daniela Arbidrabo basically went from starting her business and almost straight away, it seems, goes goes into a full-time jam-packed practice, right? As a coach, as a counselor with clients that she loves. And the reason why I think this is powerful is because I believe she did the back-end work and diving in deep and, and, and shifting uh, and, and learning the lessons she's meant to learn before she went into business. So what she found was she was in a, in a, corp, a corporate position that was no longer in her highest alignment and that, was, uh, and that was basically falling out of alignment. And not only that, but she had a, a, a chronic stomach pain for 18 years. And both those scenarios led her to sort out something else for deeper meaning. I won't go into the details because you'll learn it in, in the conversation, but she went out on her exploration of, of just finding out deep, deep answers to the questions she had within herself. And if you've started a business or you're, or you're looking to use more of your intuition, more of your guidance, more of your heart, this is a conversation to listen to because you won't only learn how she used her intention in business and intuition and guidance, but the lessons she learned along the way. And the lessons you learn along the way are important. It's what's going to allow the universe to align with your energy. And this is why I believe she just went straight into full-time full-time business, jam-packed practice and serving clients that she loves. And not only that, but she just went on to start a, a service that connects coaches, healers uh, with, with ideal clients. And she's done that out of her passion, out of her pain, out of her struggles of finding deep answers and finding truths for herself. So if you're, if you're interested in learning more about how to use your intuition, how to use your guidance, and also keen to pick up on the lessons that you might not be picking up right now, then listen to Daniela here because her story is not only inspirational, but very uh, very jam-packed with information, with nuggets that can that any business owner can take with them, and so I'm I'm excited to bring this conversation to you. I'm excited to listen back to it uh, because I I was trying to write down notes while I was while I was doing the interview because it was just so cool. And and Danielle is really one to add to your business network. I've been I've been talking to her back and forth after this interview, and uh, she's just such a person that comes from heart, such a person that comes from service, and is an immense benefit to anyone's network that she's in she she just comes from such a such a warm place and so i always love having those people 
in my business network and I love collaborating and, and communicating with them on a regular basis. So here's the episode. Take down some notes and I'll see you on the other side. Okay, guys, welcome back. We have Daniela here. Uh, it's awesome to bring these conversations. I, I'm going to bring a lot more, uh, a lot more of people who can help with areas around coaching, areas around healing, spirituality, all the stuff that we can couple with business uh, to not only help you achieve what you want, but obviously live the kind of quality life you want. You know, the deep inner peace, the deep inner creativity and flow. And yeah, I, I, I'm being keen to jump in and, and, and get a lot of coaches on here because Daniela just said, man, one of the things I just love talking about is coming from your heart. And how much of a reminder do we need this day in, day out is just how much our heart knows the answers and how much we can get stuck in our patterns uh, through ego or through being comfortable. And we can forget about this. So Danielle, I want to welcome you. I want to also give you the opportunity to explain all about where you've come from and what you do now, because we're going to have a, a power conversation here that a lot of people can get a lot of nuggets from. So take it away. Thank you so much, Tyson. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful to be here and sharing my journey. You're welcome. And um, thank you. And uh, let's see. So um, I, my name is Daniela. I, I live in Vancouver, Canada, and I've been here for 20 years. And uh, I moved here from the Ivory Coast um, in West Africa. And when we moved here, we basically had to start life um, from scratch. We, we lost everything. We, you know, I, I, came from, I come from a background of having everything. My parents really spoiled me and um, overnight lost everything. And we moved here and started from scratch, which, to be honest, was, was very hard. But I'm also very grateful because it forced me to learn um, some tough lessons. And uh, I was very blessed to find my, my way into the corporate world where I was very successful. I was in uh, managing accounts and managing sales teams. And I was so blessed that I kept moving up and um, from one position to another. I started at the call center. Um, and then from that position, I kept moving up and up and managing sales teams. And it was an incredible uh, experience. And I was, to be honest with you, I was doing really well. And what I was very present to is what I was really good at was my relationship with people. So when I was coaching people and I was building relationships, uh, that's where I really did. Um, not only I did really well, but also that's, that's where I was the most fulfilled. And, you know, at, the, at that time, I could not explain why, but out of nowhere, things started feeling off inside of me. And I did not know what that meant. Um, it felt like anxiety. It felt like fear, but I didn't really know what it was. And at the time I did not handle it very well, but I walked away from everything. I walked away from the corporate world. I walked away from my marriage. I was married at the time, which my marriage also was working. I had a good partner and I walked, I, I walked away from my friends and I went on a journey of searching except I didn't know what, what I was looking for and I didn't know how to look for it. So I found myself in a world of just, you know, filling up this void with the wrong things. And, you know, actually, I don't like to say the wrong things, but let's just say I was filling up the void with things that were not serving me. Yeah. And, um, and from that place, um, I had quite the experiences. I made a lot of poor choices 
and uh, my ego was really hurting and I did not what I did not know what was going on until it really hit me hard and I found myself being in a very very dark place and it like it felt it was in my chest it was in my stomach it was tight and I didn't know what it was and when I finally decided to completely surrender and I was on my knees praying I remember reading uh, A Return to Love by, by Marianne Williamson, one of my favorite books, and I surrendered, said a prayer, and that's when my spiritual journey started. And it's not until I started trusting and listening on the inside and, and recognizing the breakdown between my mind, body, and soul connection, which I didn't know what that was before, and it's not until I started making those connections that I slowly started getting back on my feet. And I remember one day, um, four years later, as I was healing and, and working on myself, I remember saying a prayer and saying, well, where do I go from here? And uh, it was, you know, it was very clear. And it's, it's I don't, you know, for me, it's God. For others, it could be the universe or guys. But what I heard is, you're going to be a counselor, and this is the school you're going to. And I was like, what? No, thanks. That's not what I want to do. But it was so clear, and there was no way I was going to ignore that. And I followed and it's incredible when I went from the heart and I actually showed up to that school, everything has been falling into places, into place um, since then. So wow. I've been so blessed to be of service to others. Um, and so much more has happened since then. Wow. Yeah, there's a few things to, to unpack there. First of all, let me turn on this light. You can probably see my, my face now. Yeah. <laughs> so here's, here, here's some things to unpack there. Not only did you lose everything, um, and have to start over again in a new country, then getting into corporate and being part of sales and, and part of that success, then finding that you felt off and then in a space of self-discovery. And the reason why I wanted to review that is because how many people can relate to that? Just that in and of itself is just, I'm on this journey. I, I, I jump on a path. I find some success, then some deep questions start coming in the form of, is this it? Is this really my path? Is there something more? Am I meant to make a bigger difference? And to you, that felt off, but then you went searching. Explain a little bit about what the searching was, what that was all about. Well, at first I got distracted with um, dancing on tables and having fun. That's nice. where I was searching. And, That's where you I'm know, stuck. Yeah. <laughs> And it was fulfilling for a bit. I'm not going to lie, right? Because I come from a background where I was not allowed to make mistakes. I was not allowed to uh, express emotions. So for me, it was like, whoa, what is this whole world I never got to experience? And I got to experience it. And when I hit a wall, because I wasn't really fulfilling what the deep questions were, um, I started searching spiritually. I didn't know where to go. I mean, I was born and raised Muslim and I always seeked God, but I didn't really connect to religion specifically. So um, I started searching and I started attending different spiritual groups and prayers and meditations and going to counseling and going to, um, you know, breathwork therapy. I really explored um, reading books and um, really explored and, and faced some dark parts of my of my world that I did not even know existed because I wow. had suppressed for so long. What were those dark, what were those dark parts when you started to dive in deep into this work and, and you just explored through all these different modalities? What mm -hmm. were the, 
what were the answers that you found and what were the dark parts you had to work with and work through to, to get to that point? Well, the biggest one for me is, you know, and also I want to mention that I also had chronic stomach pain um, for almost 18 years that no doctor, no specialist could find out what was wrong. I would be at the ER on the floor in pain. And the only thing that would help me was morphine. And when I started exploring that pain, what came through is some sexual abuse from my childhood that I had completely um, just put away. I didn't even have access to it until I actually started facing and I started looking and being able to process that and be heard and be seen and doing some deep inner child work really, really made a difference for me. Wow, man, that's, that's inspiring because the reason why some people don't want to go from the world of form into the world of uh, formless and the world of more spirit is because uh, they don't want to face what's inside in terms of the emotions, in terms of the, in terms of the thoughts, you know, the doubts. And so kudos to you for being courageous enough to look at that and to just find some deeper answers that, you know, your current path wasn't giving you. Right. So, so many people find this inspiring and, and can relate to their own life. And I guess the question that comes up for me is once you started studying all of this and then you had this insight, it is this guidance that said, go to this school and learn this. Uh, what made you take that leap and listen to that voice instead of listening to the side of you that had the doubts about that idea? Well, I mean, the first time I heard it was in the summer of 2015. And I was like, well, and, and, and my sister had actually approached me about the, with this idea and saying, you know, you're such a people person and you attract a lot of people that are not doing well and they open up to you. So why, don't, why wouldn't you consider this? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. And then God said it. And I was like, ooh, I should probably listen. Mm. And told me what school to go to. So I inquired about the school and I just fell in love and I knew it was the right place for me to be. But my ego came in and said, well, you're making really good money. Why don't you just, because I, I had gone back to sales. I had a contract that was really good. And my ego said, but you know what? You're making really good money. You're doing well. Why don't you just wait a bit longer? And then suddenly the contract ended. And I was like, all right, that's, that's from you. That's yes. from the universe. So then I just called the school and I said, actually, something else that happened. Um, I was when I was guided, God, the universe, my guide said, once you put yourself in school, you'll meet your next partner. You'll do the things that you love doing. Just trust, surrender, and go. And I remember telling my girlfriends this. They're my witness. witness. So I called the school. I said, listen, is it too late to register? They said, nope, school starts next week. Put me a, it registered me, and I was so excited, very scared. At the same time, I had someone that I had um, from my old soccer team call me that same week and say, hey, we have a new soccer team, and we're short uh, players. Can you please, please come and play tonight? And I was so, so scared. I didn't know anyone, and I'm not a very good player. So I was like, mm, I don't know. I don't really want to go. And God said, you are going. Well, that night is where I met my husband. Wow. How cool yeah. is that? And what, how can you tell the difference between the voice that's God, between the voice that's your ego? Well, the voice that's God is a lot more peaceful for me. It's mm -hmm. aligned. It feels, there's a sense of, of freedom. There's something that just feels really right. Where ego comes with an attachment. It comes with um, it, there's this tightness in my tummy when it's ego, like there's something with it. There's a, a, 
conversation around proving myself or a conversation around I'm not enough or there's something that comes with it where when it comes for God, for me, it's a lot more light. And every time I follow, it does not disappoint. Wow. That's cool. And so what was this school and what did you, what did you learn in there that you knew was your big breakthrough, that this was the path you're meant to be on? So I, um, my very first semester, so we were, so it's a very experiential school. It's called Rhodes Wellness College and it's a very experiential. So everything that you learn, you actually practice, which I love. And my very first semester people, when we would be practicing coach and uh, client and, and counselor, people would say to me, wow, like you've done this before. And I'd be like, Oh, um, but you know, it was so natural for me, like being present for people and getting in their world and really creating safety and empathy was just so natural for me. I loved doing it. It was easy. And I was not even done school when I, I signed up my first client and I had, I've had a full-time practice since before I was done school. I've been so blessed that, um, I haven't even advertised or give my business cards away. It's been it's just been a flow and a flow. And it's because I am so clear that I'm doing it from the heart. And from the very beginning, actually, people would be other people that graduated with me would be worried. How am I going to make money? How? And for me, I was like, I'm not even thinking about the money. I'm just yeah. so committed to being of service. Wow. How did you move past that? Cause you said you had a belief when you were come up that, Oh, just stay in this job for a while, stay in this job. Cause you're making money. Then the job ended, the contract ended. I'm sure that belief stayed there for at least a while. You would have had to do some work to get rid of, or not get rid of, but you know, to transcend that belief around, around money and around money is security, money is safety. And now you're operating from a place where money just doesn't even matter. Like that's, that just isn't even in the forefront of my mind. What was that transition like? Well, first I had experienced this before. Like I've been very blessed that in the past uh, when I've surrendered, money has showed up. So this is not something that this was meant an experience that was new to me, but also when all the doors closed, what happened is when I, my contract ended, I applied for a bunch of jobs and it was the first time in 10 years that nobody would even call me for an interview. And I was like, this is so weird. And I was so clear that I had to just give up. I just had to not give up, sorry, surrender. And I had no money. I had debt. I took a loan to go to school and I paid for my bills on my credit card while I was going to school. And I'm not recommending it, but I'm saying that's where I chose to go. And I've never looked back. Wow. That's something that, I mean, cause I listen to this and I know so many people are starting online businesses who are in the space of, I would love to have a full-time practice. I would love to just have things flow with me. What, what's a belief that you have now that allows that to flow? I think for me, the most important part, when I graduated from school, I remember uh, the school would have a program where you could get, um, we could help clients for a very um, small fee for $25 an hour. And a lot of the graduates didn't want to take it because they were saying that $25 is too low. They wouldn't take those clients. I took all of them. Okay. So, you know, I was, I was like, no, I'm taking all of them. Some of them are still my clients and most of them have sent me lots of referrals. So for me, I was just, open. I didn't make it about money. I made it about basically I was coming from the heart. I love doing this and I want to practice. And also the other thing that I did is 
um, some other pe some people did not want to have a second job. I had a second job. I wasn't getting paid very well. I was working on the downtown east side at a transition house and, and I was okay with it. I wasn't making very much money, but I was practicing. I was being with people. I was being of service to them. And that's honestly where I thrived the most. Yeah. And I can relate because I was at a job. A lot of people who follow my content know I was at a job at a restaurant while I was building my coaching business on the side. And it's only when I started meditating extensively. So I started doing, uh, two hours of meditation in silence a day. And I've been doing that for eight months now. And it was very, very clear. Like the voice for you, it was very, very clear for me. It said, leave the job. Mm -hmm. And then my ego, my mind freaked out. And it was just, it was, it was the leap I knew was for my spirit. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't know why I didn't know how it was going to happen. That was just the leap that was, guiding me right and so i just had to trust and had to develop this deep level of knowing that said when i leave i leave the job and i do what i love full time and follow my heart full time i have to one learn either get the higher level opportunities to get presented or two learn the lessons i know i'm meant to learn and it was only like you said it wasn't about the money i'm like i'm willing to go broke i'm willing to go back and move in with my parents i'm willing to eat noodles and baked beans, whatever I could afford for food. Like I'm willing to do that because I know all, all I know was my heart said, do it. Yeah. My heart, yeah. God, spirit, whatever you want to call it, divine mind, mm -hmm. the Tao, whatever you want to call it was said, do this. And so that's what I did. And so the lessons I learned from that was so immense. And now I'm just doing what I love full time and, um, and following my heart. And so I guess the, I guess the topic comes up because everyone's looking to take this leap when they do that a lot of people don't want to go back to the fear and the uncertainty what some people might call uh, dark night of the soul what you talk about as well explain to me what the dark night of the soul is and and what it is like how is it that it develops for people in their life yeah, I would love to. And just, I just want to acknowledge something that you said that I really love when you're talking about your experience with, with trusting your heart. And what I want to say about this is that once we experience it and we choose that voice again, it becomes easier for me at least. I recognize it now so much with so much more ease than I would before because I keep practicing listening to my heart. It could be as simple as my heart would say, do not touch that food. And if I don't listen, I'll touch the food. My stomach will be upset. Yeah. Um, so really trusting our heart and, and trusting that guidance becomes easier once we practice it. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. Cause I'm on, um, I think I might do a 24 hour fast today. I haven't eaten today and it's like 1 PM. Wow. And, uh, and so it's funny you mentioned that cause I'm, I'm pretty hungry, but <laughs> it felt in my expansion this morning, it felt in my expansion to do a, a longer fast. And so um, listening to that voice, like I said, it gets a lot louder. That voice in you, from your heart, from your spirit gets a lot louder and the ego gets more and more quiet. But you have to take those leaps to condition that voice, right? Absolutely. And really trusting, like trusting. No, it's not even a trust. It's a knowing in our heart that it will work um, and not being attached to the how. Yes. Um, 
I will talk to you about the fasting, but maybe for another conversation. Yeah. Uh, go, going back to the dark night of the soul. So, you know, dark night of the soul is very similar to depression. So often people will come to see me thinking they're depressed. And as soon as they start talking and sharing where they're at, I recognize right away that they're just more having a spiritual crisis or a spiritual breakdown. And it's, um, it can look very dark. It can be very scary. People feel confused, scared, alone, hopeless. There's a lot of hopelessness, uh, disconnection. They start questioning, who am I? What's my purpose? Um, and, and I mean, it's not exactly the same for everyone, but that's what it looked like for me. Um, who am I? What's my purpose here? What's the point of life? And just really this dark place and not understanding. But what's really happening is we're being, I want to use the word forced. We're being supported to face our dark um, side. So our, our wounds, our shadows, and look at what there is for us to learn from that place. So for me, it was looking at what happened to me in my childhood and the impact on that in my, on my physical body, on my emotional body, um, my spiritual side, and the impact in so many ways. I, I didn't know how to say no. I struggled with boundaries. I didn't know how to express myself. And um, so it put me in, in, in a lot of situations that weren't serving me. So really, Dark Night of Soul is an opportunity for us to just go and face our shadows and it yeah. can be dark and it can be ugly and it's designed this way to support our growth. Wow. And so for someone who's in the situation where they have this fear, they have this confusion, they don't know what to do next. They like, all they know is they feel this uncomfortable emotion. What would you recommend to, to guide them to the sides of them that they need to look at and the shadows that they need to uncover? I love this. This is my favorite place to meet people because I've been there. I get it. And to me, when people come see me and they're there, I'm like, yes, this is juicy. Yeah. Um, but what I, what I, what I um, would say to people is you're not alone, number one, and there's nothing wrong with you. Um, we are meant to go through this. We are meant to ex have these different experiences and um, grow through them. Uh, and I would encourage them to ask for help, search for help. And if they're not ready to do a one-on-one -on -one with a coach, a counselor, a spiritual therapist, if they're not ready for that, that's okay. They can still find community um, that speaks that language and that can support them. The, the, the main breakdown here is most people don't know how to get through it on their own because a lot of us don't even know what's there. We don't really know what's going on. We just feel yucky and we don't really get why so it's really nice to have someone else support us in in this process so i highly encourage reaching out to someone is preferably a professional someone that knows what they're doing and if they're not ready for that maybe do some research and start reading about people that have experienced this so at least having being able to relate to someone else and and feeling like it's normal you're not they're not alone wow cool if there's if they've reached out like I, I believe wholeheartedly that having a coach or having a therapist or someone a professional who's able to see the patterns you can't see in yourself helps you accelerate that process that's why i have mm -hmm. coaches time and time again but i think a, a a key question that comes up for me is if 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 someone's not too sure about that option uh you mentioned resources what resources would you recommend whether it be in form of books or videos or someone you learn from um, that someone could get started with? Um, yeah, good questions. I would 
just really looking it up, the, the book, I read a great book about what that was actually called The Dark Knight of the Soul. I can't remember. I think it's Mike Moore. Um, you can read that book. You can also listen to people that talk about um, spiritual growth. So I personally love some of the conversations you have on your podcast, and I think they're very um, insightful for someone that's going through a dark time. The person, the, the author that made a big difference for me was Marianne Williamson. She talks a lot about the ego versus love, the darkness versus light. Um, and I would really look it up. For me personally, I read Marianne Williamson. I reached out to different gurus, whatever was going on. I, I just asked the universe. I asked God and whatever was sent to me, I just stepped into it. I trusted and stepped into it and explored what made sense for me. I explored different conversations around religion and I was to see what, what, what would my connection to God look like? What would my connection to the universe look like? And I found my own way to connect. And I, I, and no books to, told me about that way. Like I had to, to find it for myself. Mm. And that's part of the journey is finding mm -hmm. it for yourself. It's like, no matter what's happening, like you said before, it's happening for a reason. And, and trusting that it's a deep knowing of whatever happens that's coming my way is meant to happen. Mm -hmm. It's just, are you in resistance to it or are you allowing it? And if you allow it, uh, I believe you, you dive in deep and, and finding those answers and then the world will respond to the, the courage that you show by looking in. Um, so if someone's going through dark night of the soul, they're, they're lost, they're confused. They might be in a, a transition point or maybe they're at a, at a crossroads between choosing mm -hmm. what it is, you know, what it is they want to do. They can reach out to, to a professional. They can start doing their own discovery. Uh, what else can they do within themselves? What else would you recommend that they can start really exploring, um, exploring these, these shadows that they've found? Well, going inwards is really, really key, but if you don't know how to do that and if you're not supported, it can, it depends. Like it can get um, maybe too scary for people to look on the inside. So meditation for sure, but people struggle to meditate if they haven't first emptied all the stuff that's in there mm. or process the stuff that's in there. So my experience is that people struggle to meditate unless they've actually processed things. Personally, I really encourage working with someone because there's something very magical in being heard being validated and being received in a very safe space. There's something really magical that happens um, when you have someone supporting. Mm. Why, why, do you, why do you think that's so important? Why do you think that's a big transition for people just having, having that open space? Uh, with working with someone and having the safe space? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, if you think, uh, you, you look at little kids, one of the things, one of the things that's more important to us as kids is being heard, seen, validated, and loved by our caretakers. That's, that's what we want most. That's what the, the, the scariest thing for us is that our caretakers don't love us. So for those of us that have experienced not being heard or validated, it's something that we're craving. There's something in when I'm experiencing shame or when I'm experiencing um, there's thinking there's something wrong with me. And then there's someone across from me that normalizes my, my experience and hears my experience and doesn't make it wrong or doesn't judge it or doesn't try to fix it. There's something that magical that happens where we release, we, um, we feel validated. We feel basically that we matter. Mm. How important is that? I mean, 
I find that's the reason why if you work with someone, if they share that, if they show that level of compassion, that level of safety, that level of love unconditionally, at some way that resonates with yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think you can, you can then emulate what you've been shown con- unconsciously for yourself. Like if someone can love me uncon- uh, uh, unconditionally and they can hold space for this emotion to just be there without judgment, they see that now as an option for themselves. So not mm-hmm. only are they guided to something that is that's deep that they didn't realize was there before, but they now realize there's another option. Right. Is, I- that, is that the way you would explain it? I love what you just said. And sometimes people have not experienced being heard. So when you practice that for them, they get that first experience, then they know what's available for them. They know what's available in, re- in healthy relationships. So they know what to look for where they didn't have access to that before. So you're almost like where you can be that mirror for them as well. Mm. Wow. And let's, let's transition this into, into business. You've, you've, you've grown your own business. You sort of, uh, you know, full deck of clients, you really haven't had to struggle in that regard because you were following your heart full time. What's some advice you would give to some, uh, some business owners who are, they know growing an online business or serving in some way is their heart's calling. That's the difference they want to make. But at some level, they get frustrated, they get lost, they get confused, they have fear come up, they have judgment. So they're stuck in that, those uncomfortable emotions and it's stopping them moving forward. How can they sort of use this to follow, to follow that path? Well, my biggest advice is I highly encourage people to always look at their own stuff and what's coming up for, for us. Like I always work with my own counselor, my therapist, my coach, and consistently, even if I don't have anything to talk about, because who, who are we kidding? There's always something, right? Yeah. And um, consistently, because things come up for us, and that's going to get in the way of you doing what you really want to do. So for some people, I, 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 my, I observed some people forcing themselves to focus on social media when they hate doing social media. Why are you doing that? Or they force themselves to do workshops when they don't like doing workshops. So for me, I only focus on what I love. People have tried to, do me, to get me to do workshops. People have tried to get me to, do, to attend networking events. I don't like to do this stuff. I only like to be available for one-on-one sessions. It's my favorite thing to do. I love being there present with my clients. And I only focus on that. And that's the only thing I attract. Mm. So you and followed everything that felt aligned with you. And that's why you find you have the success you do. Absolutely. It feels good. It feels right. I don't feel, you know, exhausted at the end of the day. In fact, my husband says, when I pick you up from work, sometimes it's the happiest I see you. Like I have, you know, I feel it's, I don't feel like I'm working. Like that's easy for me. Of course, sometimes I do. And when I'm, uh, and when I'm out of alignment, but when I'm aligned, this is what feels most right for me. And I encourage people to really be clear with themselves. What makes you happy? What makes you feel free and focus on that part rather than focusing on things or like some people try to build their own websites. What, why are you focusing? If they don't like it, why are you focusing on something you don't love? Pay somebody that loves to do it. Hmm. That's my belief system. Okay, great. And now was there anything in your path once you started coaching, once you started counseling, once you started helping people the way you did, was there anything that you felt felt aligned, but also felt scary? Does that make sense? 
Mm-hmm. Was there anything that was like a calling yes. to you, but you had to sort of find something within you and break away a, a belief or a breakaway a side of you or an egoic pattern in order to follow what felt aligned? Was there anything? Yeah. Like that for you? Yeah, there are many things. When I first got an office, at first I was renting a, a, a room per hour and then I started getting busy and I wanted to get an, my own office. And I was, I live downtown Vancouver, rent is really expensive. And I was like, oh, am I doing the right thing? Whatever. And I trusted and I said, no, this is what feels right. It's okay. And sure enough, my, my bookings doubled because now I have this physical space for it. And when I wanted to increase my pricing, my prices, because it felt aligned to increase my prices. I was like, well, no, what if clients this, what if, and I said, no, this is what feels right. No one complained. And, you know, so it it does come up for me and I have to remind myself what I practice is reminding myself that it's coming from the heart and reminding also myself that if it fails, it's okay. If that didn't work, it's okay. I can try something else. Yeah. Well, first of all, how often do you visit Stanley Park? Um, not as often. I live on the other side of downtown, so I go on the seawall quite often, but on the other side. Uh, Dan, that was the, the first ever place I, I saw a squirrel for the first time. And I like flipped out. It was awesome. It was my first, it was like my first week in, in Canada of my two year trip. And I just, nice. people were just watching me with my phone running around chasing squirrels in Stanley Park. <laughs> That was my expansion back then, which was, which was traveling and getting outside my comfort zone. I uh, just thought I'd mention that because say hi to the squirrels for me when you, uh, when you go back there. Will do. I'll do that <laughs> for you. Um, I just wanted to also quickly mention, you know, when you're talking about the, the, the fear, the, the alignment, come, the message coming through and then the fear. This, or late last year, I had a, had a calling to, to build a, a platform for healers, for practitioners, mind, body and soul practitioners. And it was so clear that this is what I was asked to do. And every fear you can think of came forward because it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's so much work. This is not a website I can do on my own. I have no funding. I did not think twice. I just looked for a developer, which by the way, showed up on my door and, and built that thing. And then the marketing person showed up on my door and then you know, the practitioners showed up. And now this, this, this platform is becoming much bigger than I am, but the trusting and the surrendering is what has helped me um, actually achieve these goals. Wow. Now here's, here's a question. When you, when you had the fear, how could you tell the difference between that it was fear, but aligned compared to something that's not aligned, that isn't your calling? Do you, do you understand the question? It's sort mm-hmm. of like, what, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you feel or what indications can someone have when they have this path or they have this direction and how they can tell, although it's fear, although it's scary, although doubts are coming up, it's, it's aligned with me. It's where, it's where my expansion is. What, what do you feel there and what advice mm-hmm. would you give someone? Well, physically on my body, it feels like excitement. It's mm-hmm. in my chest. It feels excitement. I'm excited. And then when I think about it, it brings me joy. I'm like a little kid. I'm like, oh my goodness, this feels yeah. so right. This is so aligned. Imagine bringing all these amazing practitioners and healers in one place and making it so easy for people to find them. That's my language. That makes, that feels so right for me in my body and my soul and my mind. And then the fear kicks in, but I recognize the fear. Um, that fear is the fear of um, growth. It's like stretching myself. I know that I'm going into, I'm playing the next step. It's a bigger yeah. game. And I know that feeling every time I, I come from sales, every time I, my, my quota is higher, I'm expanding myself. It's scary, but 
it's a good scary. It means that I'm up to something bigger. It doesn't mean that it's wrong. Where when something doesn't feel right, I like my chest is like, it's like anxiety for me. I, I, it's like, I feel it's tight. It's scary. I know, it, it, I know my body, my nervous system knows there's something wrong. Mm. So it's a mm. very different feeling in my body for me. That's, that's key to listen in while you're explaining is if you're not sure what to do, listen to the feeling. If it's expansive, like if it's what, if it's stretching you, you say, compared mm-hmm. to if you just get that anxiety. So what you said, it's, it's the expansive and, and stretching feeling from growth, right? Mm-hmm. Because you know, it's the next level. I'm playing the next, the next game. Then I'm playing the, the bigger level that I know is in my expansion. So the uncomfortable emotions comes from your expansion rather than something that is just completely not aligned. So mm-hmm. is that sort of what you're saying? Yeah. So the expansion, the lightness, the, the, the freedom, the excitement versus the tightness and the fear, like the, it's more like the survival kind of fear um, mm. for me, but it's different for everyone. And, and that's also why it's so important for people to do the work. If you're, you do the work and you process what you, what's in there for you and you learn how to listen to your body and you learn how to listen to your emotions, it becomes so much easier for you to recognize what feels right to what doesn't feel right. Mm. Wow. Where if you don't do the work, you don't know. Everything just feels the same. Yeah, totally. So what's next for you? What feels your expansion next? And, and where, where are you moving to? My journey to motherhood. So my husband and I would like to have kids. So that's what um, is on our list of 2020 and uh, one-stop therapy. One-stop therapy is also my baby. I am so grateful to have, to have created that. It's, and I say, it's not even mine. I say it's, it's, you know, the collective that helped me create this, but I'm really so committed because when I was searching for healing, I was so happy that I found plant medicine. I found breathwork therapy. I found coaches. I found acupuncture. I had so many amazing resources that helped my body, mind, and soul throughout my healing. And I want to help people find all these resources with ease. I want people to find you with ease. I want people to find you know, me with ease when they're struggling and learn about the different modalities that are available out there. Some people don't even know that spiritual mm. um, coaching is available. Yeah. So that's, that's um, onestoptherapy.ca, correct? Yes, correct. Uh, tell us a bit more about that. If, if someone is going through something where they're unsure of what to do next and they know at some level it feels in their expansion, it feels like a stretch for them to reach out to other modalities, other, mm-hmm. other professionals to seek some sort of answers. Um, tell us a bit about that platform and what it's all about. Yes. So it's a directory, basically. It's like a yellow pages for practitioners, healers, therapists, and workshops and classes. And um, my invitation is be curious. Just go on the site and type in what you're experiencing, whether it's anxiety or fear, and see what comes up. See what different modalities, what different techniques can support you with this. And practice trusting your intuition and see, you know, of those practitioners who feels right for you. Give them a call. Have a consultation for free. And also, if you follow us on social media on Instagram or Facebook at uh, onestoptherapy.ca, you can also see we, we post interviews with each practitioner so you can get a sense of who they are and cool. what they work on and their little journey. So, you know, you can just follow us and see and see if anybody calls to you. Um, and you can also reach out to us and ask us and we can try to guide you as well. 
And I love how you have taken what was your story and made it into your passion, made it into a way you can contribute. And this is what I was talking um, to someone about today is that every single thing you're going through at some way is leading you to serve at different levels, serve and contribute in a way that is your heart's calling, which is why, you know, when you're going through something, you're meant to go through it. Because mm-hmm. if you were going through the dark night of the soul, going out of, you know, out of sales, out of corporate, having 18 years of, of, you know, this, this stomach pain that no one could explain and you had to do your own searching that led you to have compassion for those who are in that situation. So you not only coach from a place that's empowering, but you're now setting up a platform for people to just be able to find those answers with ease and to, and to make that transition. And so everyone here who's going through something, whether it be some doubts, some emotions, some, uh, you know, some behavior issues, some things where you're stuck in a very difficult to making decisions. Trust me, you're meant to go through it. And not only is it going to empower you to become who you're meant to become, it's going to help guide you with clarity on, on why you're here to make a difference and what difference you're here to make. Is that what you would explain as well? Absolutely. And I can tell you, I had so many insecurities um, growing up. I had so many experiences that didn't, you know, at the time that I thought did not serve me. And looking back, I am so grateful because the, the amount of people I've been able to support and help because of all these experiences and all these insecurities um, is so makes everything so worth it. Mm, it really does. And it's hard mm. in the moment to realize yes. that this is happening for a reason. Um, but in the moments, it's important to get that heightened level, that, that sort of like spiritual point of view you can have gratitude for the emotions mm-hmm. you're feeling right now. You have to have gratitude for the confusion, right? Cause you can look, but you, you know, you're going to look back and realize that's what helped you get there. And um, I don't think we need to necessarily make that harsh transition for you to come back and, and recognize there is some gratitude there. I reckon we can feel gratitude for our pain for the moments right now that feel uncertain, especially in business. And if you can really be in a place of, gratitude and have that higher level of consciousness to, to look at this. Um, you'll, you'll, you'll hold the space for yourself where you can start getting guidance. You, you, the people will come to you that are meant to come to you. You'll have answers come through you and you'll be able to feel like you said on that platform, you'll be able to feel on one stop therapy, which one aligns with you because you're, you're, you're more accessing to your emotions. You're paying more and more attention to what you're feeling. Um, so that's really cool. What else, what, what else would you be able to uh, give us in terms, of, in terms of some tips, some guidance, some areas of insight uh, before we finish up? Well, what I would love to say is that no matter where we are is okay. No matter. It doesn't matter what we've done in the past. It doesn't matter what we think was bad and wrong. The choices we've made, um, the people we've hurt, what we perceive as we've hurt, um, it doesn't matter. It, we can start from scratch at any time, anywhere. Um, we all have a chance to um, find freedom, find inner peace, find ourselves. And I just really want to tell people that it's okay. You have shame, you have guilt, guilt. it's completely okay. And um, you just need the support and the space 
to make peace with that part of you, those parts of you. And there are people out there that will be super happy and have the experience to support you. Wow. Awesome. How can people reach out and, uh, and learn more about you and what you're up to? Um, for me, they can follow me on um, Facebook. So it's Daniela Abedrabo Counseling. It's a very long last name. So maybe we can type it also. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and on my website. So it's DanielaAbedrabo.com. For One Stop Therapy, it's www.onestoptherapy.ca. I'm easy to find. Uh, my phone number, my email is on there. And um, any questions, even if it's just... Um, you know, people being curious and they have a quick question, please reach out and uh, know that you're not alone. A lot of, most of us are going through similar things. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'll put all the links in the show notes so people can easily just easily just pop over and, um, and do that. But man, it's such a powerful conversation and how, how many times do we need these reminders? I think we also teach this content because we remind ourselves time and time again, every single time we, uh, have this type of chat. And so I just want to thank you so much for taking time out of your day to just be here and, and share your wisdom, share your story from a place of openness, a place of, of vulnerability. And um, we can very much tell from your energy that you're in your heart, you're, you're following your path and you're definitely in a, in a space of contribution. So I want to, I want to thank you for that. And uh, is there any other lasting pieces of wisdom that would make this, uh, make this chat feel complete? No, I really just want to thank you, Tyson. Thank you so much for your commitment and for being a voice for us. And uh, we, we need you. So thank you so much for what you do for us. You're very welcome. Awesome. Well, we, uh, everyone can uh, continue to listen to these calls and, and listen to these chats because I'll, even if the same themes arise, uh, they'll be said with a different flavor, with a different metaphor, with uh, a, lot of different, uh, a lot of different energy that will resonate at deeper levels. But we can also dive in deep into some other, uh, other topics. So Daniela, thanks so much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're like me and you have a heart that wants to contribute, you might want to come join us over on the online Facebook community called Connect, Contribute, Collaborate. This is the community of heart-centered business owners who are all doing this internal work. We mastermind around the latest business topics. We collaborate with each other to grow as one. And we do what we can to assist some charities and worthy causes around the world. So head over to tysoncoaching.com where you can find the link to join. And if you know you want to dive in deep into this work yourself, sign up for the free transformational group coaching calls. Whether you want to uncover some unconscious patterns or shift those you're already aware of, or maybe even just benefiting from the live coaching of other members, there's always takeaways that lead to more peace and clearly more business success on the other end. Because I believe it's not what you learn here that's going to help you with your awakening, it's what you actually do with it. So if it feels like your expansion, jump over to TysonCoaching.com and I'll see you in the community. Take care now.